0: Yeah, I don't think any either team kind of entered into tonight's game thinking that was going to be the outcome. A lot of goals went in crazy ways. Felt like every shot there for a little bit was going in. But ultimately, we, we entered into the third period tied, and uh, we knew we had 20 minutes to finish off the road trip and go 500 on this road trip. So uh, the boys dug deep, and luckily we won. We kind of regrouped. We turned to horrific road trip into an average road trip. I think they tried to rim it. Torrey cut it off. I saw that he had full possession, so I kind of took off, cheated a little bit. It worked in my favor. He found Sauter, and then Sauter found me, and just a break a uh, Nice for the confidence. the uh, China trying to score every night. Doesn't uh, really seem to be fine in the back of the net, but still trying, and uh, hopefully this is a little springboard.
1: Kevin Hayes had that huge game on the faceoff dot and the game-winning goal. And it was a wild one last night at Mullet Arena as the St. Louis Blues... Defeated the Arizona Coyotes by a score of six to five. It was a nutty game. The game was tied 2-2 after one. It was tied 5-5 after two. There was only one goal scored in the third period, the game-winning goal by Kevin Hayes, but this game had it all. And the Blues get two big points in the Central Division, and they'll wrap up their season series with the Arizona Coyotes. And that'll come 10 days from now on December 2nd back at Mullet Arena. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day post game podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. And we had a crazy one last night, a lot of superlatives to get to. You'll hear from Colton Parekel, you'll hear from Craig Baruby, and you'll also get the breakdown from Joe Vitale. Our thoughts on the game from Tim Wordburn, my three observations of the game, but let's get you first through what was a load of highlights. Keller strips it back, goes to Schmaltz, top of the circle, trying to drop it back, he lost it. Shin on a breakaway, he's in the clear, he shoots, he scores! Braden Shin. point number 600, on a breakaway goal in the desert. 11-13 to go, first period, one nothing Blues. Now Letty's going to battle there as it's coming loose to Bukestad, he shoots and scores. That puck was turned over, and snapped it over the shoulder of Bennington. Side towards the front of the net, comes right back to him, snaps it over, Perico, he scores! Colton Perico slaps it in, pass Maymelka, the Blues regain the lead. Coyotes the other way, come in, shoot, and a score, it goes off a skate. Would have been a delayed penalty against the Blues, but the Coyotes have tied it up. Blues win the puck. They dump it into the Coyotes' zone. Arizona's going to send it back up. Bukestad gets around, centered. Miss Michelli, the cross, taps it in and scores. Well, that's a bad start to the second period, Joe. 22 seconds in. Coyotes win the offensive zone draw on the power play. Then they turn it over. Letty's going to get it out to Kaepernick. Kapanen trying to get it back to Letty. He shoots, he scores! Tie game! Short-handed goal for Nick Letty. And we're tied 3-3. 16-20 to go, second period. Brilliant assist to Kapanen. In, Toropchenko, shoot, score! Alexey Torupchenko's second short-handed goal of the year. And the Blues have a 4-3 lead. 1547 to go in the second period. Pass coming over to Kerfoot and he'll chip it into the corner. Going behind the net. Falk chasing him down, swatting after him. Nice job by the referee to jump out of the way. Floats into the middle. The puck hits the post. Boy, that looked like it had gone in, but it hit the post maybe flat. And it's coming to the near side. Here's Dumba. Oh yeah, yeah, that hit. went in. There's the horn. Here's the Moser, in the middle, oh shoots, score! Schmaltz has given the Coyotes a 5-4 lead, and here comes Joel Hofer. As through a screen, that one foul in the upper corner. And both starting goaltenders chased from this one at Mullet Arena. And we're only eight minutes into the second period. Near circle, Kyrou, Perunovic out high. Now to Kyrou, toe drag, shoots, save, rebound, he score. Thomas is tied in at five. There's the play from Cairo, Joe. 9-11 to go in the second period. It's a 5-5 hockey game. Pass comes to the near side. Sod there for the Blues. To Hayes, breakaway. He's in, he shoots, he scores! 6-5, St. Louis, Kevin Hayes, a breakaway goal. 15.47 to go in the third period. Six goals for the Blues. Six different scores along the way. In behind the net, 15 seconds to go. Thomas couldn't clear it. Bukestad to Magelli, fanned on a shot. Nine seconds left, Blues can't clear. Into the middle it goes, Magelli wide of the goal. Bukestad with two seconds left, far side it goes. Bring out the Zamboni! Six to five, the Blues over the Coyotes tonight. They gut out a two and two road trip and they're coming home for some turkey. And then the Predators on Friday having won back to back games. Well, as the highlights showed, it was a goofy one. 11 goals scored in the game by 11 different goal scorers. The Blues had two shorthanded goals in the game. They've got six now on the season, and both shorthanded goals came on the same Arizona power play. The Blues did not get a power play chance through two periods. They ended up with three power play chances in the third, a minute 16 of a five on three, but unfortunately the power play was unable to make it a two-goal lead for the Blues. The power play went 0 for 3 in the game. Braden Shen. That goal scored in the first period was his 600th point in the National Hockey League. Cool to see Jake Nabors assist on that. How about both starting goaltenders getting pulled in the second period? And by the end of the second period, they were both off the hook on the decision. Remember, in hockey, it's whatever goalie is in net when the game-winning goal is scored that takes the win or the loss. After no lead changes for the St. Louis Blues through the first 17 games of the season, that third period saw three lead changes, and then the Blues took the lead for good in the third period. Colton Pareko, who you hear from in a little bit, was big, had six shots on goal and had a big slap shot goal in this one as well. Joel Hofer, who came in after replacing Jordan Bennington, with 12 for 12 on the shots that he faced. And in the game, the Blues finally climbed back to three games over 500, which is right where the road trip began as the St. Louis Blues had a 2-2 two and two road trip, and now come home on Friday afternoon to face off against the Nashville Predators. Well, right after the game, Colton Pareko joined us. Here's his thoughts on that nutty contest.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was, it was a lot going on. Obviously, if you watch that one, uh, kind of goals early in the second there, and um, they went up, we went up, they went up. Uh, we tied it back up, and eventually we took the lead. So um, just one of those ones where you got to stick with it. Um, I thought we, we stuck with it, which was which used for, huge for our group, and um, got the win. So that's the biggest thing that matters.
0: Colton, take us into the locker room just moments ago. Craig Bruby coming in there. Just kind of give us the synopsis of what his message was after a game like this.
2: Yeah, I think obviously we we know we have, have better as a group. But um, just from a, a road trip standpoint, 500, um, good way to close out the road trip um obviously you it would be nice to get as many wins as possible but um 500 we go home and um i think we we gotta look forward to uh, nashville here right after thanksgiving afternoon game so um obviously another divisional opponent lots of lots of points on the line here with these these division games so got to be ready for the next one
1: are, are those games hard to manage mentally
2: yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously a lot going on. I mean, one time you get a, you know, you're leading, and then all of a sudden you're down. It seems like, and then we get, we get a couple there on the short handed, and we're up again. And um, like I said, you kind of just it's one of those ones where you got to realize you just got to reset and after every shift. After if we score, they score. Just do a reset and um, get back out there and try to uh, get the job done.
0: Hey Colton, last one I got for you. You know what? You and me, we worked on your one-timer a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. weeks ago. <laughs> in that, uh, I, I yeah. really saw it shine here in that first period with that bomb from the point. How about yeah. that?
2: Yeah, not bad. was It wasn't exactly the one-timer, but I guess <laughs> just just tried to get on and off as quick as possible. I think I had a couple, but um, yeah, I feel like I had a lot, of, a lot of shots towards the net tonight, and our forwards did a good job, obviously, of, of getting it up, up top to us and, and converging to the net, so lots of uh, great work by the forwards and uh, hopefully we can uh, continue to just keep pushing forward and, and building. Hey Colton, will you
1: give us an idea of the strategies when a guy like Kevin Hayes was so big uh, on faceoffs in this game but you're defending with a six on five and how important and what you're looking for in those face-off scenarios inside that final minute tonight?
2: Yeah, obviously he's he's great on the dot. Uh, lucky to have Hayes have there that uh, he's He can get it done so i mean i think we had four on that same dot in the last whatever minute and um, he did a great job and um, gave us opportunity to get the puck out and um, like yeah just great sireman obviously nice goal to to uh, give us the lead as well so um, he's been playing great Um, good addition for us time to check in with the
1: head coach of your st louis blues craig berube tried to make some sense of that
3: one thought that we battled through adversity tonight you know throughout the game which is good. You know, it's even like the power plays we had an opportunity in the third with the five on three. We didn't score, but we didn't we didn't break and we just stayed with it. You know, which is important. PK was excellent. Um, they did a great job. I thought. I know they scored shorties, but they did a good job killing the penalty, the lanes, the block shots, uh, all that stuff that goes along with it. I think we're on our toes on some of these plays for loose pucks, and we're jumping past the power play. You know, and creating some two on ones and some things like that. Nice move by Hazy. Um, Um, Overall, he had a real good game. Great in a dot, physical. I thought he skated well. Uh, That line was good for us again. It's good to see him get that one. Well, a
1: lot of different things to unpack in that game, including the play of Scott Perunovic, amazing face-offs by Kevin Hayes, the play of Joe Hofer in the big two points, and that's where we start in our breakdown with Joe Vitale.
0: The Blues, the way they started the season, 0-4-1 in the division, they get a win against Colorado, Arizona, now another one here at Mullet Arena, the first for the St. Louis Blues in this building. Uh, now you've got three games there, and you sit at 21 points, and you're in a wild-card spot here, and you're in a playoff spot. And, you know, we talked about it earlier in the broadcast there, but being in a playoff spot by Thanksgiving seems to be the benchmark where around 75-ish percent, uh, they say you should earn a playoff spot. So it could go either way, of course, but the odds are certainly in the favor here as the Blues get two points and they keep the Arizona Coyotes at bay curbs. And you look at this road trip, the way it started out, you get outscored 10-2 to in the first two California teams. And then, of course, a great response two nights ago in Anaheim and a very similar opponent here in the Arizona Coyotes. Not how you drew it up. By any means I guarantee you that's what Chief's gonna be talking about here in the press conference at the very end. Uh, but at the same time, two points are two points, and it was a great way to salvage this road trip and leave at five hundred right now. And as we mentioned, the blues sit three games above five hundred, and that's where they got to keep scratching and clawing because by Christmas time you want to be in a comfortable spot. Ideally, six, seven, eight games over five hundred would be a sweet spot for this team.
1: All right, the Blues end up winning by a score of six to five. The only goaltender on either team's roster that did not give up a goal was Joel Hofer, went 12-for-12 12 12 in terms of the shots that he faced, and he delivered what the Blues needed in the third period.
0: Well, and it was a tough spot for him to come in. You know, it seemed like every shot was going in. Uh, the building was getting a little intense. We saw, you know, multiple chances back and forth. It became a track meet. Defense was optional in the second period, and that's what he had to come into. You know, again, ice cold. We saw him at that first TV timeout, stretching, moving his legs, kind of getting in the zone there a little bit. We've seen him be tested a lot of different ways this year. We've seen shutouts from Joel Hofer. We've seen him where he just seemed like he was Swiss cheese, letting in everything. We've seen him come in relief now, shut the door completely, and, and the Blues certainly needed it especially late as Arizona in this cross line made a hard push. But I've been very impressed by Joel Hofer's ability to come in uh, from this kind of position and, and have the poise and the stoicism to really come in there and really shut the door for this team ahead of them, give this team a ton of confidence, and and really bail out Jordan Bennington at the end of the day, who had a tough game, a lot of traffic in front of him, and just a ton of shots that ended up finding the back of the net on both ends of the ice.
1: Okay, uh, let's talk Scott Perunovich here for a minute. You know, this was his seventh consecutive game that he got into. It's his ninth game of the year. Remember, the first two games he played were when the Blues played the, the – lineup of 11 forwards and seven defensemen. Scott gets now into this last run of, of seven games where they've had a normal lineup setup of six defensemen, and we saw some big opportunities on the power play. They're giving him the chance now that he's healthy to show what he can do.
0: Yeah, exactly right, and you know, there's a moment in the game here where you know he came out and it looked like he was going to come off the ice there for that five-on-three, and then you know Craig Bruby said, no, get right back out there. You're going to go back out there, and he did it. And he stuck with it. You know, right now he is in a position over Tory Krug running this top power play unit. And that's just the way Craig Berube has him slotted in. I love the way Craig Berube in that moment, you know, still a five on three, even though he gives up the breakaway to Bukestad. If you remember, it's a 5-4 game at the time. A breakaway for a five on three player. Uh, He ends up missing. I think Scott was maybe licking his wounds a little and just kind of voluntarily looked like he was going to get off the ice. I'm going to ask what kind of turned him around. I thought it was Craig Bruby. It could have been Mike Weber, but someone's redirected him, told him to go back. No, you're going back out there, and I think it's a small play, but I think it really summarizes uh, the, what they're trying to do with him. They're saying, no, go back out there, make a mistake, get right back out there, and do it again. I mean, this is how a young kid's going to learn, and right now he's anchoring the top power play. Of course, you know, the power play doesn't really get you a lot of separation. Third peer like you hoped for with the three penalties for Arizona like you'd hope, but at the same time, I love the fact that they've given him a really, really long leash. And they're just get, saying, go out there, make mistakes, go out there, make plays, be the player you know you can be. And, and it, it is fair to say that I think every single game, we've noticed him a little bit more. Like little by little by little, his game's improved. You and me both talked to you know the Hall of Famer, Al McGinnis, who of course knows the position all too well. Uh, one thing he wanted to see him do more in the game tonight was shoot the puck. We saw him at times, look like he was going to dust it off and make a yep. pass and throw it right at the cage. So, you know, little by little, he's a learner. Of course, he's super high-end, a young player who just needs a ton of confidence, and, and certainly Craig Bruby and Mike Weber have done a great job getting him in there and finding some great minutes for him on this road trip. All
1: right, Kevin Hayes, uh, last thing for you here. Kevin Hayes, huge on the dot, uh, as we were talking about, and just played a kind of game that, that gritted it out, and it's fitting that he ends up with the game winning goal Well,
0: he's just a locker room guy, and he's just such a charismatic person. I'm talking to him this morning, and – I asked him about Thanksgiving plans, and this just goes to show you the type of human he is. I asked him where he was going for Thanksgiving. His first Thanksgiving in St. Louis Curves, and, and he's the one actually hosting over half the team. I mean, that kind of right. goes to show you. Usually when you're a new member of a city, of a team, you end up going somewhere else. But he's such an established veteran in this league, and he knows how it rolls, and he knows how to get everyone together. Um, so you love to see a locker room team guy get rewarded in a game like this so back and forth uh, and the way he responded on that goal too remember he had been playing defense as Scott Brutovic got caught up in the rush so he ended up playing D and it was Jason Zucker that saw that it was Hayes who doesn't yep. pivot very well takes it to the net and just beats him and leaves his jockstrap up in the rafters and but again Kevin Hayes what does he do he finds out that Scandella's at the puck and boom he shoots off like a bullet right through the neutral zone and Picks up a great pass. All the momentum going to his right. He stops on a dime and tucks it away on the forehand. And you saw the whole bench just erupt, uh, not only because it's a big goal, but because who scored it. Uh, that was the goal. 15-4 on the on the dot here tonight. We heard Colton Pareko talking about him, how important he is late in games, especially as we look to the right of us. This left dot saw 4 faceoffs in that final minute and a half, all taken by Kevin Hayes. Uh, so without him, obviously, uh, the Blues don't win this game here tonight, not only from a game-winning goal standpoint, but certainly from a defensive standpoint.
1: Your uh, Bud Light three stars yeah. of the game and your work boots. Let's do
0: number three, Joe Holfer here tonight, shutting the door. Number two, we'll do uh, Carcone, one goal, one assist, two points for Arizona. And Kevin Hayes, we just mentioned him, he's the number one star. And I'm going to give him work boots and Nick Letty here tonight. He had that great shorthanded goal there in the second period. He had some great shots in the point, defended hard, was out there late with Colton Pareco and did a really, really good job shutting things down. Uh, against this uh, top line, of course, in Clayton Keller, and it was the Krause line that really broke away here tonight for Arizona, but Nick Letty all over the map here tonight with uh, Colton Pareko, easily the best pairing on the defensive side for either team here.
1: Alright, Joe, thank you. Tim Woodburn, a veteran hockey broadcaster of 12 years. He's covered major and minor league sports for over 30 years. He contributes to the podcast, and here's Tim Woodburn's take
4: on the 6-5 Blues win. Hey, Chris, what a fun game to watch. Things happen tonight in an NHL game that haven't happened in 30 30- Years like 23 different players having a point in a game in the first 10 and a half minutes of the game. That's unbelievable. Both goalies had to use both teams, I should say, had to use both goalies tonight, and you couldn't even go to the bathroom and come back to the TV, and all of a sudden there's another goal on the board. It's like, you know, every time you looked away, there's another goal scored. There's another goal scored. Crazy. Fun game to watch, though. They came away with the W against a team that's been a thorn in their side. Got to beat those Western Conference teams that you're uh, mucking with in the 18, 19, 20 point area with to uh, make the playoffs, and this is gonna be a battle all year long. It was a fun game to watch. By the way, I just cannot say enough about Scott Perunovich. I just love the way this guy passes the pass. He is tape to tape from the right circle, down low, out high, in the slot. Really looking forward to seeing this guy develop in advance. And Jake Neighbors, good energy guy, wasn't Bennington's best night, but you know what? everybody has an off night for the curbside reaction
1: this is tim woodburn tim thank you very much time now for my three takeaways as we slow down the podcast here to wrap it up on a Thanksgiving day. First off, the road play consistency for the St. Louis Blues. They started this road trip off with a disappointing loss in San Jose, a similar loss in L.A., but they recovered in Anaheim and then had a crazy game, but a good win against Arizona last night. The Blues were 2-2 two and two on this road trip and they are now 4-5-1 and one on the road. They've been terrific at home, but finding road consistency is still going to be very important as they continue this road swing. They only have three games at home over this stretch of 11 games, so finding road consistency is going to be a huge key to the St. Louis Blues staying in this playoff hunt and holding on to maybe a wild card spot during this 11-game stretch. Takeaway number two, well, Kevin Hayes. We talked about him with Joe Vitale. 79% on the faceoffs tonight. He's a locker room guy, as Joe mentioned. But the face-off dot is where he can be a huge difference maker as he was last night. For his career, Kevin Hayes is at 46.7% over his 10-year career. Only twice in his career has he finished the season over 50%. This season, he's at 56%. He's working with Steve Ott, who may be one of the best face-off coaches in the National Hockey League. And Kevin, Hayes on the faceoff dot has been a terrific addition to the St. Louis Blues and when you consider the fact that he's really replacing Ryan O'Reilly and that was one of the great spots of Ryan O'Reilly's game Kevin Hayes has done a great job so far this season through 18 games filling in with some terrific face-off prowess. And my final takeaway of the game, man, we've got to talk about Alexei Torepchenko a little bit. The young man comes in with three goals, two assists, five points, gets a shorthanded goal in the game. He now has six points and four goals on the season. His second shorthanded goal. The coaching staff relies on him as a regular penalty killer in the game. We also saw him throw a couple of huge hits in this game. How he continues to grow within the Craig Berube system is going to be a fun thing to watch. Does he have the ability to move up the lineup a little bit more? Possibly, but even if in the end he develops into a terrific third-line NHL player with his ability to penalty kill and then throw some offense in there, he's a young, fun hockey player, big, speed, and that can hit. Watching Alexei Toropchenko continue to develop in the National Hockey League is going to be a fun storyline as we continue on through this season. Well, those are my three takeaways of the game. Again, the St. Louis Blues win over the Arizona Coyotes by a score of 6-5 to five last night at Mullen Arena. He flew home through the night last night they were home in time for thanksgiving today and they take on the nashville predators on friday afternoon at two o'clock have a happy thanksgiving everybody i'm chris kerber thanks for tuning in to curbside reaction your next day postgame podcast and we will see you friday at the rink